Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. For the first time in the month of March 2021, that's the sound of rock cracking. And we got a new month, and I wish we had a new administration. The Biden administration is already getting old, 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 sort of like our president. Now, it makes you wonder also, is our president, President Biden, is he the one making the decision to bomb Iran, Iranian, Iranian assets in Syria? Or is it somebody else doing it for him? Uh, makes you wonder. Makes you wonder what the American people... Well, I shouldn't say that. I'm about to say the American people elected him. They, I, until they prove and let somebody go in and count those votes, I, we don't have a legitimate election. We got claims against the election. And I'm telling you that... They need to let us count the votes by law. They have to hold those uh, ballots for two years. Let some people go in there and look at them so that uh, President Biden can be our legitimate president. Until then, I just, uh, he is our president. I'm not going to say constitutionally somebody else is president, but I am saying that uh, uh, let us count the votes. Let us look at it. Let, let a team go in and can run those ballots through like we've talked about uh there's a javon pulitzer uh he's got a team ready to go just let him go in and he'll see if the ballots or any fake ballots were put in there or not easy to do and america ought to do that we need integrity in our elections so without going into that any more detail let me just say this show we are going to dedicate a portion of it to Rush Limbaugh, um, uh, just an iconic hero, legend, and they call him the part of the conservative movement, and really he, he was a full force in the conservative movement, but more than that, he was an American, an American who loved his country, and he stood up for the principles that he fought for, and that's the difference between what we see in the liberal progressive leftist group you know whenever there's a, a a leftist progressive say senator kennedy or someone we can salute him as he was effective in american politics i didn't like his liberal views i didn't like his liberal legislation but ted kennedy was someone who uh, was respected from the right and left as uh, an american who uh was heavily invested in politics and, and writing laws that affected our country. And yet when we get somebody like Rush Limbaugh that passes away, there was even some rejoicing on the left. And they did not recognize his influence and his desire to make America a better country. And that's what happens on the liberal side. They do not, 
not across the board, but for the majority of it, they don't recognize. They won't celebrate. Oh, they want to force conservatives to celebrate when some something happens on the left. But they never join in and say, this was a great American. He loved this country, and Rush Limbaugh did. He, it was that uh, not even a year ago that President Trump gave him the Freedom Award and Outstanding American Service. And I'm glad he got that. Gave it to him at the State of Union address. And it's a very moving moment. And I'm glad that Rush Limbaugh got it. He deserved it. And here we are. And so many on the left in the media won't even recognize he loved this country. And he worked to make it a better country. So uh, on today's show, we're going to play. We could play clips forever, all, all 30 years of what Rush had said and meant and moved and influenced people. But uh, we're going to play one of his last shows, a part of one of his last shows, just to show how his voice was. Now, you may not have been like me, but I, I love to wait uh, to see if he's going to be on the show because, of course, undergoing his cancer treatments and, and everybody knew he's nearing the end. And yet his voice still strong, sounded so good just a few days ago. And so we're going to play a clip from one of those shows uh, earlier this month, uh, earlier in February, and just just to honor Rush. Now, before we get to that, let me just say in legislation, yes, the House passed last week the Biden 1.9 stimulus bill, but COVID-19, I think it has, what, $200 billion out of $1.9 trillion, you know, uh, a little over 10% goes to COVID-related problems. Uh, the biggest part that scares me, you know, I don't like about the bill, is that the fact that states like California, New York, Illinois, they have busted their budget with union push for union workers get paid all this money for the state the state uh, workers and they can't pay their budget can't meet their budgets so therefore the democrats are paying off and it's not the democrats it's you and me people in the red flyover country are paying for the uh, for the high salary retirements of union workers for who work in the state of California, state of Illinois, state of New York, let them retire early, get high pay. The states can't afford it. So you and me are footing the bill now because of this uh, uh, massive bill. We will if the Senate passes it. I hope there's enough uh, people in the Senate that can see this is this is not the right way to, to spend money. If you're going to spend on COVID, do it just for COVID. But they're not doing that. They're paying off the people who are in the states. That and some of the states were got Democratic governors where we had uh, some activities that people said were illegal during the election. We have to wait and see what is happening now in Congress and across our country, where Biden and the Democrats are in charge of all the legislation. Well, this is what it reminds me of. Come on. 
let's let's go on and let me get this uh, ready to play some of these clips from Rush, and let's hope and pray that the Senate will uh, turn back the bad part of the legislation. Let it go forward for people who need the paychecks. Let it go forward for the unemployment. Let it go forward for those who need it. But we can get it down to about $500 billion, not $1.9 trillion. It should be about a fourth of what it is. And maybe the Senate can help out in that. Uh, we're just uh, a couple votes that swing the whole thing because they're trying to do it through the reconciliation process because the Republicans would filibuster it otherwise. So, won't get all in the weeds of that, but I will tell you that we're glad to have you right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And let me cue this up and play some of this from Rush. I'll break in a couple of times, but we want to honor Rush Limbaugh. He uh, single-handedly helped restore the uh, conservative viewpoint and and help bring together a voice and he he saved radio radio everybody thought it was going to go out because of the video back in 1988 rush started his uh, eib excellence in broadcasting and he is he did a first time i ever heard rush i had a friend tell me about it when he had a television show for a year or two about 90 was it 92 93 somewhere around there and it's the first time i'd ever heard him now he got out of the television he could have made hundreds of millions of dollars there but he didn't like it because of all the work to get up for the cameras and the makeup and and he could go to the podcast and he did in his later years you know do the uh podcast live with uh, cameras on where you could see them on the internet but it wasn't the big television show so he loved radio and he did great on radio he painted word pictures with his voice with the words he chose he he, he gave people funny names he gave names that uh, and you'll see in this clip where he could just he could he would use funny names for a people for a person twisting their names around and he would laugh and have fun. And the one thing he always pointed out, liberals, they, they never seem to have, they're always, they fight a battle and they're still mad and angry and they never seem to laugh and have fun. You sure can't tell a joke about a liberal person. Now, liberals and progressive and leftists always are joking about and making fun of and, and putting down conservatives. But you can't do that to a liberal. They have no sense of humor. And that Rush Limbaugh pointed that out. The liberals have no sense of humor. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> but Rush always had a good sense of humor. And has entertained you as long as teaching you. And uh, infotainment, is that what it was? But Rush was the master of it. He was the master of the podcast, of radio. And so I just... I want to take this time this show to uh, honor Rush. When he passed away, we lost someone who was a big voice. But more than that, what Rush did for our country, and he's, he's educated so many of us to what America needs to be great again, for what America needs to succeed. And will we? That is the uncertainty. 
Will we grasp the ideas for freedom and liberty? Will we hold on to them dearly when the socialists are, are already in control? Will we, will we love freedom and liberty enough to stand up and make sure America keeps our free, freedom and liberty for the next generation? Uh, we're losing it now. And rush is gone. So who who's going to take up the slack? Is it you? Let's take a time to listen to a little bit of rush right here. Out there, I, mean, I really do. I mean, look at look at four years of abject lies on Trump Russia collusion. And you know something? Conservative Treehouse today, which is a, a bright bright relatively new, and it's not new, but compared to some of the other conservative blogs out there, it is. And they have a piece today that's that's right on the money. It's by the, uh, the the writer there named Sundance. Everybody involved in it knew. They knew it was a hoax. They knew it was fraudulent. They knew that they were participating in an illegal attempt to overturn the election results of 2016. They knew, for example, that Robert Mueller had two objectives to continue the investigation, fraudulent though it was, in order to accomplish the second objective, and that is to cover up the illegality of what everybody was doing. Now, I know you've, ref- you, you've, you've, well, Rush, you've said that. Yes, I have said that. That's fine. I'm just telling you, the way this guy wrote the piece today, it's persuasive. Everybody knew. But Rush, you've, you I know I've said it, but it, I'm telling you, it's just a, it's a, it's a direct way of pointing everybody involved in it knew it, including John Durham, including Bill Barr, they all knew what was going on here. They all knew that Mueller didn't have a case. They all knew there wasn't any collusion. But the fact is, for four years, people that read the New York Times or watch CNN believed the exact opposite. They literally believed the exact opposite. Remember how depressed and disjointed they were when the Mueller report came out and said nothing to see here? And you notice that Barr jumped in real quickly to make sure that was the take, because he knew. He knew. They all knew what this was. That makes this even worse than it was. But just for the, for the context of uh, informed and ill-informed media audiences, uh, the people that paid attention to that story alone, you would have to say, are the most uninformed, ill-informed media audiences in the country compared to you, who are the most informed. By the way, do you remember the story? Uh, I guess w- it was it was on Friday that we shared with you the the new COVID testing uh, uh, technique that had been employed by the by the Chicoms, and the Chicom technique involves anal swabbing. Uh, very many people very upset over the nasal swab, because it goes way, way up there in the nasal cavity. I've had a bunch of those, and uh, it's not pleasant. It doesn't last long. You just have to close your eyes and just say it's just a couple of seconds, and that's it. Five seconds at most, unless they're toying with you. you got to make sure you have an examiner doesn't hate you. I have to always keep out a sharp eye for those kinds of things. And you get an examiner to keep that swab up there for 20 seconds. That could be bad. It hasn't happened, but I have to be vigilant on things like that. Most of them love me, but you never know. There's going to be the oddball case. 
Well, imagine you are a citizen of China and you're told, hey, there's a new way here of testing for COVID-19 and it involves anal swabs. So many of you are complaining about the nasal that we thought you'd prefer the anus. Well, there's an update on the story. Well, I know you want to hear Rush's update on the story about the anal swabs in China and the way he played it on his show. And we're going to get to that. We're going to let Rush tell you about that updated story. But before we do, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Right now, you're in the middle of listening to Rush Limbaugh, one of his last shows, just showing the spirit he had up and just nearly up to the the time of his death and and what it must have taken him physically to get himself ready for three hours of radio and wanting to do his very best and so you are hearing him when his body is about to uh give up on him and his but his spirit is there and i'm glad he's he said he was prepared for the time after earth he had his spiritual life in order he was talking, he didn't ever say much on the show, but his brother was a strong Christian. And and, and Rush Limbaugh said he knew what was going to happen when he died, and he was going to be going to heaven. He knew Jesus Christ is what he said. His brother has reiterated that, I believe. And so he was prepared for life after earth. And, and he was uh, in his confidence, in his spirit. Even though his body physically was failing, he was ready to, uh, ready to meet his maker. And he always said that, uh, he said time and, ten, time and time again throughout the years that his ability to, to uh, garner such large audiences on radio was a gift from God, was a, his talent on loan from God talent on loan from God and he took it back he took it back to the maker and uh, the creator and so I just just wanted to share the confidence that Rush had knowing that even up to the end that he, he could face life even though he knew it was going to be uh, gone out of his you know his life on earth was going to soon be ended and yet he faced his show with this incredible tenacity to grasp all we can out of life with a spirit of innovation and a spirit of freedom and liberty and a joy knowing what position he had attained and that he was giving his all on his excellence in broadcasting network wow that that was the rush that was rush limbaugh and uh he still lives on because of all the people he informed, including Doc Holliday here, and including you and others. And he's gone now. So we must carry on. And that's what we'll do. We'll let him finish up this story about uh, the anal swabs in China. And I'm glad you're getting a listen to that. But let me remind you, you are listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. And if you don't have our book, we got a book, I, a book I wrote with Dr. Alveda King, Dr. Alex McFarlane called Bedrock Truths. You can get that book by going to www.docholliday.com. 
holidays.org and holidays got two l's in it so go there if you haven't got a book order that we've got some more books there we can get out to you we're glad for you to order them and let me just remind you that we will continue on next week with some more rock splitting politics but right now we're going to let rush <laughs> answer that question or tell me about the uh new update on the story about the china anal swabs that he did earlier this or early in the month of february take a listen to rush limbaugh and it's from the uk daily mail let me just read it to you chinese authorities have labeled a viral video fake a fake pardon me viral video after it purportedly showed chinese citizens walking like penguins following their anal swabs to test for COVID-19. CHICOM officials assured CHICOM citizens they would not waddle like penguins after undergoing the procedure which is being used in, the, in China to screen COVID-19 cases. No official explanation was given as to why people were filmed walking in this awkward manner. But they're the Chinese, just like the American left. They can lie however they want, and there's nobody to call them on it. So if the Chicom government says, you don't know what you're seeing, you are not seeing what you're seeing. You're not seeing people waddle around like penguins. It isn't going to happen. China's quarantine centers have started to use anal swabs to test key people. Oh, so that's how they're doing it. They're telling people getting the anal swab that they're important, rather than a bunch of stooges. For crying out, that's how they're doing it. I wondered how in the world, I mean, if you had the choice, what would you do? Would you choose uh, the rectum? Would you choose the, the nasal cavity? Well, yeah, you'd, you'd go nasal every time. Not because you might think you might walk like a penguin, but just because what the hell? You know, th th that's not supposed to happen. You don't believe this. Even if you're a Chicom citizen, though, you never know. What they think. So they've told people getting the uh, the uh, the uh, the anal swab that they are important, that they are key to the country's future. Some experts believe that the method is here. We go much more accurate than a nasal or throat swab and can raise the chances of well. So not only are you going to get this if you are important, but it's a better test to boot. So there you have it. Okay, now what is this big story that proves something I've been telling you? Let's first recount what it is that I've been telling you. I've been telling you as a means of explaining the Washington establishment, the structure of elites, the deep state, what, whatever term you use to describe this collection of people. One of the things I pointed out is that you, once you have membership that you're taken care of, your kids are taken care of. Your kids' futures are, for the most part, unless you really screw up, guaranteed. Your kids' economic future is pretty much guaranteed. And you will be protected. If you break the law, if you go outside the contour, the confrontations of the law, you will be protected. As long as you are doing the work of the club, as long as you're doing the work of the deep state. And these kinds of perks, 
make the club the of, of elites much more preferable to just going it on your own with the rest of the middle class out there in this massively gigantic competition that most Americans think they're engaged in. But when you come to the deep state, you talk about the elites, there is no competition with the middle class because guess what? The middle class is who is under assault in all of this. The middle class is who's taking it on the chin in college campuses, why the denial of free speech, the denial of uh, and the woke and cancel culture. Who is it? It's the, it's the middle class that is being attacked and dwindling. Well, here's the headline. Remember Peter Strzok stroke smirk. He had the affair out there with Lisa Page. Let me jump in there. Struck, stroke, smirk. I mean, that's how that's how Rush made his show so funny. And 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 he could do hesitations. He he wouldn't say anything for two or three seconds to give you anticipation. It's just his natural technique. And I say natural, but he worked hard. That's why he had millions. I mean, tens of millions of people listening to him every day. Tens of millions. And what a great excellence in broadcasting a microphone he had that he put together for all those years. And so I just I just want you to see how he would keep things funny. So let, let's, let's go on. I will let him finish up right here, and then we'll wrap up the show. But uh, what a tribute to the great Rush Limbaugh. She with her both FBI lawyers, and she, she please text messages about. Please tell me he's not going to win. <laughs> please tell me Trump's not going to win. Don't worry, Lisa. Not going to happen. We're going to have a backup plan. We're going to have what did he call it? He said his name for his backup plan. But we're going to have a plan. Don't worry. It isn't going to happen. The guy not going to win. Trump won. Headline, Biden just made Peter Strzok stroke smirk's wife a top security official at the SEC. Insurance plan. Insurance. Yeah, we got to have an insurance plan. Don't don't worry, Lisa. Trump isn't going to win. If he does, we have an insurance plan. And we've now seen the insurance plan. The Biden administration just announced... That the, well, the Security and Exchange Commission, the Securities and Exchange Commission just announced it had hired Melissa Hodgman, who is the wife of Peter Strzok Strzok to lead the agency as its acting director of the Division of Enforcement last week. Hodgman, according to the agency press release, has been with the SEC since 2008 as a bureaucrat engaging in a wide range of litigation. And you go to the end of the story. Hodgman is married to Peter Strzok Strzok made famous for his role in the FBI's deep state crossfire hurricane operation, which featured a witch hunt investigation that sought to incriminate President Trump. But that story is from the Federalist, in case you're wondering why it's written fairly. So Strzok Strzok is paid off on two things. He's paid off on having the affair. It was worth it to his wife to stick with him. Look what she got. She got a big promotion to the SEC, and it's worth it to Struck Stroke Smirk because his wife was taken care of. He maintained his loyalty. He never once caved. And the deep state 
has moved in and taken care of him. Here is a companion story. Devin Nunes. Looks like Peter Struck Stroke Smirk is going to get reimbursed for all of his troubles. Devin Nunes on Sunday Morning Futures with Maria Bartiromo criticized the appointment of Struck Stroke Smirk's wife, Melissa Hodgman, to a key government position, the SEC. He said, quote, looks like Peter Struck Stroke Smirk is actually going to get reimbursed for all of his troubles. That's how Devin Nunes sees that sees it. The guy lost his job, but nothing's happened to him at this point. He's still an occasional on-air commentator for cable news. Nunes said the guy's wife, Hodgman, Melissa Hodgman, he could be a great public servant for all I know, but if you look at the larger picture, the Russia hoaxers, the people who were pushing this out from the very beginning and lying about it after the fact, They're all at top echelons of the Biden administration. And this, we also predicted, was one of the reasons why the Democrats had to win the 2020 presidential election, which was to protect all of these people who had behaved illegally, knowingly, willingly behaved illegally. They were going to be taken care of. And they are being taken care of and it's sad to note that it looks like with joe biden as president kamala harris harris as vice president all these deep staters got away with it they stole from america they lied and cheated in the deep state and they didn't pay a price and rush went on talked about the fbi agent uh, klein smith fbi lawyer lied purposely to perpetuate this whole russian hoax and he didn't even go to jail, got probation. The deep state won this round. But the American people are in control if we get out and vote and work together. We got out and voted last time I, and, and uh, until they count and let us see if there were fake ballots in there, how do we know an election is real or not? Well, we've got to get together. We've got to work together. And that's why we call Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics the home of the Anti-Socialist Alliance, the Anti-Marxist Alliance. we got to work together. I don't care how much you don't care about somebody else, if they're establishment Republican, if they're a conservative Democrat, if they're just independent, if they're not sure who they are. Everybody has got to get out and be anti-socialist we've got to come together and that's what we must do to save this country rush limbaugh that was a what a mountain a granite mountain in mount rushmore is <laughs> what i think about when i think about rush limbaugh and uh, that was our tribute to him today but the best tribute we can do is continue to make sure America has more freedom, more liberty. It's not just to make America great again. It's to make America the best it's ever been. Keep listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We will see you next week. 
Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. We'll be right back.